Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> episode of Hard Factor. It is Thursday, October 10th. Our top stories for the day. Mark is going to tell us all about Turkey invading Syria. Oh, I can't believe it happened. Right. They did exactly what they said they were yeah, going to do. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. What's that yeah. from? Uh, the Vikings coach. Uh, uh, Dennis, Dennis Green. Dennis Green. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. The, the undefeated Green. Bears. I yeah. missed that. If you want to, if you want to crown them, crown them, Turkey. You want to crown, crown them, Turkey, then. crown them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then Pat West and I will take us through a news buffet of other headlines. Get us going, Mark. All right, well, Will covered the U.S. troops being removed from Syria's story a few days ago and how that opened the door for Turkey to attack our allies, the Kurds. And guess what? They sprinted through that door, or I should say flew through the door on Wednesday with uh, war warcraft jets or, or warplanes with bombs mm-hmm. and armored jeeps with mounted machine guns. The disgusting attack by the Turkish assholes at the behest of President Erdogan, is that how you pronounce it? I think it was, yeah, you got it. I think so, yeah. It's called Operation Peace Spring, a mission he claims will neutralize terror threats against Turkey and lead to the establishment of a safe zone, facilitating the return of Syrian refugees to their home. Uh, It also escalates the longstanding feud between Ankara and Kurdish forces. Guess what? Turkey supports Ankara. Uh, Russia also supports the U.S. leaving Syria so it can control it. So big wins for Turkey and Russia here. Wasn't right. Iran's home. happy too, uh, by the way. Hmm. I don't like these these bad countries it's being not happy. Go, not going great. Uh, spokesperson for the Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic Forces, that's what they call themselves, the SDF. Our said, former allies. Yes, yeah. our former allies. I, I, if I was them, I wouldn't be too nice to us now or happy with us now. Uh, said Turkish warplanes on Wednesday had started to carry out airstrikes on civilian areas, causing a huge panic among people of the region. Apparently, that airstrike lasted for six hours with tons of bombings before Turkey then launched a follow-up ground assault. At the time of this recording, eight people were, were reported murdered, including several civilians. Uh, the Kurds requested air support from American forces in response to the airstrikes, uh, but that's not going to happen. Why? It didn't happen. It won't happen. Why not? So we pulled out. President out. Trump calls the attacks a bad idea, but since he pulled out U.S. troops in the area and told Turkish President Erdogan on the phone Sunday he had the green light uh, to do whatever he deemed fit in the area, he should probably just keep his fucking mouth shut on the topic. It's my opinion. Um, he's not. Oh, he's not doing that, though. No, <laughs> no he's not. No. Oh, no. oh wait. Oh wait. He continued to say, "Will, you're right." He continued to say this about the Kurds who helped capture thousands of ISIS fighters while fighting alongside U.S. soldiers and shut down the last stronghold, which I believe led Trump to declare we had defeated ISIS. I know he declared that at some point. It's a huge yeah, day we, for it's us. Probably related to that. He said we had uh, defeated the caliphate several times and just uh, right and terrorism. Yeah. Um, but the, the Kurds, off. the Kurds helped us capture thousands of ISIS people fighting alongside us. The, he said the Kurds are fighting for their land, 
And as someone wrote in a very, very powerful article today, which was Wednesday, they didn't help us in the Second World War. Wow. They didn't help us with Normandy as an example. I should have done that in the voice. They didn't help us with Normandy as an example. Okay. uh, They also didn't help us in the Revolutionary War or the War of 1812, Donald. Where were they then? What the fuck is he talking about? You know who else didn't help us out in World War II? Germany. Right. Mm. The Germans are now yeah, they, our allies. They, they're a bit of a hindrance in World War II, but they're an ally now. So yeah. Just a bit. <laughs> like, really? He's War- referencing Normandy with the Kurds who just fought with us to, to, to kill ISIS? Right. 2019 is a little bit more recent move there. than uh, 45. Uh, ba- yeah. Based on all the backlash on the move to remove U.S. support of the Kurds in Syria... That has led several of Trump's biggest supporters in the GOP to call his decision the worst move of his presidency, like Lindsey Graham, his biggest supporter, and Mitch McConnell ain't so happy. Um, Trump said, I will wipe out Turkey's economy if they hurt the Kurds. I hope that he will act rationally, speaking of Erdogan. Uh, well, they aren't, Donald. They aren't at all. They just immediately attacked and killed everyone. Uh, so you might want to either wipe out their economy. Uh, actually, First of all, send the stray cats from Turkey over to the U.S. because I have a few. I have some room in my house for a few more. Yeah, also, like, yeah. you don't. You, you Do don't I have not? room. I have oh. four bedrooms. Nope. Yeah, no, definitely not. You have two. You have two cat rooms. You're a 34 year old man with two cat <laughs> you, rooms. You 35. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. I'll you, build. You I'll can, build an you extension. Cannot get a, you cannot get a six cat. That's the only thing Turkey has going for it. Is how, how does how do you wipe out an economy? That sounds exhausting. Yeah, I think I, he means tariffs. You tariffs, know, yeah. another trade war. Yeah. We'll wipe them out. Sure. Also, earlier on Wednesday, ISIS militants targeted a post on the Syrian Democratic Forces, again the Kurds, in the northern Syrian city of Raqqa. So they're getting attacked by the Turkey, Turkish people. They're getting attacked by ISIS. Oh, and guess what? The SDF, which is holding thousands of ISIS fighters in several detention facilities in northeastern Syria, uh, have warned everyone that a Turkish invasion might lead to the resurgence of the extremists, a.k.a. If we're all getting killed, we can't man the prisons. Yeah, you can't the, hold pri- the prisoners then escape, and then you have thousands of ISIS people running amok, and the Ankara and ISIS are going to be in control, but the Ankara said, oh, we'll, we'll not let the ISIS be in bullshit. Anyways, let's take it to the internet. Arlene Mohan, I can't say her last name, says, this is unconscionable, which is not a word. <laughs> Who will be our ally knowing we will desert them without even a thought? Trump must go. Bernie, do what needs to be done to stop this madness now. So she wants Bernie, who just had a heart attack, to figure out how to stop this. This is a real big ask. It's a big ask for Bernie because Bernie's not currently the president. So what she's asking is for Bernie to... To win the presidency. Mm -hmm. Well, first 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 win the Democratic nomination, then the presidency. Get healthy. Maybe if he wins the presidency, he can can, fly around the earth like (laughs) Superman reverse time. He's not that fast. Uh, I've seen him run. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Uh, Dennis Horn says he is finally ending a war we should never have been in. And I... Don't like Trump, but this I praise, and it was one of his campaign promises that I never expected he would keep. First of all, Dennis, you love Trump. Second of all, this is the only positive spin on this, and this is the only thing Donald Trump should be saying, not mentioning well, Normandy. By that standard, he should, should we withdraw be... from everywhere immediately? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. but that's the only positive out of this is that troops are coming home. Right. You can't say anything about Normandy. Well, then I saw s- Tulsi Gabbard said something that they're not. They're just being moved, uh, basically. Well, yeah, oh, well, really? I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to follow up on that. But it's a uh, sick burn on the troops. Uh, Turkey's a mess. Syria's a mess. Right. Yeah, big time mess. All right. Before we get head over to the news buffet, let's talk a little predicted lines because the debates are coming next Tuesday. I can. Feel and we got em. some props. Mm. Can you feel them? I'm excited. I can fucking feel them. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Make sure to tune into the watch party we're gonna have on the 15th. Uh, that's My Tuesday night. My ulcer's swelling up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, also, predict it. Uh, we uh, were able to get them uh, hooked up with Barstool HQ, so they're now an official Barstool partner, uh, along with Hard Factor, and we'll be bringing you more predicted content in the weeks to come. Several weeks to come, like 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 months to come. We're like peanut butter and jelly, Hard Factor. Yeah, through the predict. holidays. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to want to get in on, on this action. Don't forget to go to predictit.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 to get your first 20 bucks uh, deposited matched on us. All right, so let's talk about the lines for the debates next week. Yeah. Uh, the ones that you can already bet on right now is which candidate will get the least time to speak, looking at you, Yang, uh, and yeah. then also which candidate will get the most time to speak. Um, and mm. you can bet on uh, who will what, what people will be pulling at on 1031. So it's kind of like tweet brackets. Uh, where you, you can pick like uh, two to five percent, five to six percent. Right. You know, uh, it's kind of like the tweet numbers, and that's going to be set on the date for eight uh, individual candidate markets for uh, ten thirty one. And also, who's going to be the leader on ten thirty one? Either Biden or Warren, probably, or maybe Bernie gets a huge uh, comeback bounce. Who knows? But you also got to be careful, guys, because ten thirty one is Halloween, so it's possible that the leader might be dressed up like another leader. So just really. Wait till eleven one, in my opinion, because someone might be wearing a mask. You don't well, know. The, 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 the market's over. The market closes on ten. No, I know. No, bet bet on ten thirty. No, yeah. I know. No, I know. no, we're, we're talking about actual markets here. Don't tell them to bet on the wrong day. <laughs> I'm not. I'm right. just saying. Okay. Maybe even the people who predicted should be careful that day. Just okay. People might be wearing masks. Yeah, watch out. It is spooky. It's Halloween. All right. And the markets that are going to come out today is which candidate's going to get the biggest polling bump after the debate and which candidate's going to get the biggest polling decline after the debate. Those are some of my favorites to bet on. I hope that they introduce some individual markets of who, you know, can't, you can fade them or, or or promote them. I love Bernie for biggest bump just showing up because he's getting well, he, in the poll. Because he dropped hugely. He dropped hugely. Just right. if he fucking shows up and get through the debate, I, like I, think, that. I think he's going to have the biggest bump. And if I Bernie like campaigners are listening, here's a, here's a quick idea. That's an easy Bernie one. Bernie gets on stage, rips his hospital band off. Drops it. Yeah. That's how you get the bump. Here's here's two wins. Yang Yang least talking time. Bernie biggest bump. Those are two 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 locks. Those are those camera. are two very strong bets. Uh, and then uh, uh, the markets that are going to come out on Friday is uh, which candidates will be able to participate in the November Democratic debate. Uh, so we have people like Yang, Cory Booker, uh, Beto O'Rourke, Amy Klobuchar, Julian Castro. Tulsi Gabbard and Tom Steyer, we'll see, you'll be able to bet to see if they qualify for November. Pat said that Yang qualified. Yang qualified. Yeah, oh, Yang already did, yep. so he'll be yeah. at zero. Okay. Yang, Yang! So he was just so, one of the options when they put the market out. Sorry, so Yang's okay. already out. You, you'll, you'll see those. Uh, and then also, who will, uh, how many will qualify for the November debate? And so right now, it's what, at five? No, Pat said eight. It's yeah, at eight right now. See, yeah, I don't know. Eight. Yeah, Pat. I don't. Pat's information is a little bit different. Yeah, but don't trust me. Uh, it's probably going to be Except between, I'm always between right. eight and ten. Okay, so qualified. Google that yourself for sure yeah. because we're having conflicting info on how many also, people are in the November debate. The mention so markets far. will on yeah. Monday yeah. on on this Monday on Columbus Day they're going to drop a bunch of mention markets which we've been uh, helping advise for. Like, will heart attack be mentioned? Hopefully, is one. Whistleblower. Will whistleblower be mentioned? Hopefully, is one. Yeah. Like, they're they're going to uh, a cool five new mention markets going to be dropping. Right. On so Monday. You can we put got, a lot of action down on this. Debate. We got it's eight. Be very fun. Eight qualified for November so far. And hopefully it fucking stays there because we got to thin this goddamn field out. I think they should do one for if they're going to acknowledge Bernie like with a moment and like clap at him. You'd like, like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just You'd get like a that. clap at Bernie. That'll really get your election, I mean, your debate. I want going. all the markets. Yeah. 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 The more <laughs> markets, the better. The more markets, <laughs> merrier. And that's why yeah. you need to go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get your first 20 bucks matched on us and join us in betting on these uh, debate markets next Tuesday. It's going to be super fun. Also, don't forget to tune into the live stream. All right. Let's take it over to the news buffet. 
daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. First up, uh, PG&E, uh, we've chronicled their woes. They're the uh, primary power provider in Northern California, and uh, they've struggled to control their propensity to start wildfires in the last uh, few years, um, in the late summer and early fall especially. Uh I'm sure if you've been listening to the show, you've heard all about how they've been sued by the state. They caused a bunch of fire were found to have caused a bunch of fires, giant fires last year, including the one that uh, destroyed Paradise, California. Well, yeah, they sued for billions, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. For billions uh, by the state. So now this year they're shutting off power during a uh, high risk periods. And right mm-hmm. now we are in the midst of an extremely high risk period. So uh, wind gusts are 60 to 70 miles an hour. And basically combined with the dry weather, that makes those power lines uh, just like a sitting powder keg. So PG&E has pulled yeah. the power from at least parts of 22 Northern California counties. And that includes 513,000 people in that area as of the time of taping this show. 60 um, to 70 mile hour winds in Northern California. That's what they call salsa dancing. <laughs> a little, fi- little yeah. fire jumping. And this is like the new, this is the new <laughs> the normal for these people. About? That's that's when the fire jumps. Oh, is it? Yeah. And the yeah. salsa spicy and hot. Yeah. I don't get, I don't normal, get that. Yeah. I this thought you meant because people were spinning so fast. Yeah, what no, do you, I'm talking about the fire. What do you do here? You, okay. You're pretty much just relegated to not enough power for a good portion. You of are, right, yeah. because since they were sued, and like Wes said, this is the new normal for California. Uh, it's definitely from, normal. Normal. Yeah, I've heard from people living there that this is like, you know, it's been the last, you know, what, I guess, like five to ten years where it's just been wildfires year after year and there's no break uh, throughout you, the entire state. So do you basically just call your cable company and you're like, hey, man, when the power's off, you got to, like, give me the, the money back for that part of the month. Like, right. Nah, there's nothing you could do. This must be. Well, tanking. yeah, you can get prorated. You're not you're not using the cable. Yeah, but, they, but they're not collecting money. And the problem is, is all these businesses being shut down. It really affects the economy in the area, too. So, I mean, right. you yeah. know, yeah. anyways, uh, these people, these 513,000 have had power off. It started late Tuesday night and went into Wednesday morning, and they're still out without power. It's going to be that way for a few more days. And there's a second round of shutoffs uh, that's going to be in more populated areas. More shutoffs? Uh, of of power shutoffs um, uh, in this in and it's going to be more populated areas and that would be enacted late Wednesday night but it's been delayed as of now. Um, this is going to kill the electric toilet business. Electric toilets out of business. No one's going to buy an electric toilet anymore. Who has an electric toilet? That's what you're. Yeah, what are you, about? you ever been about? to Japan? Yeah. What are you talking about? Ah, it's a yeah. thing. So nobody in rural California has an electric toilet. They fucking uh, love Japan, what? bro. What? Didn't do? Did do you remember World War Two? Pat's worried about masks yeah. and electric toilets. Okay, if it gets bad enough, there may be a third <laughs> round of shutoffs um, in what? Northern A third round of shutoffs? Uh-huh, that's what the story's about. Uh, and also, <laughs> the Southern California energy provider, SCE, is considering similar action uh, if conditions in Southern California worsen as well. So it's an extremely shitty situation all around. Uh, and sad that California is dealing with this as their new normal uh, without any breaks like we had talked about. But on the bright side... They're now uh, indoctrinated into like the hurricane party culture where, you know, at least once a year, you're going to have like a serious bender with your buddies with no power and a bunch of coolers. So absolutely. And, and those are life like that. You remember those parties? Oh, you'll for, always for, remember. For, I'll for, never forget. forever. And hopefully get out of Northern California's. But I assume kids are out of school, too. Mm-hmm. Also awesome because they don't get well, right because you can't, you can't have True. the lights on at school. Right. So like they what, get school home at school. So it's kind of cool. And I would invest in regional uh candle companies damn there you go yeah. mm. and, flash, and flashlights right those stocks uh, that are yeah. readily available <laughs> what are yeah, lantern <laughs> companies are cleaning up they're making what, a comeback what are we doing during this show let's fucking quit right now and go do that that's what i'm saying make some candles all right guys you guys remember matt lauer 
I do. Who? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Mark. He used to host it today show until like about two years ago when NBC fired him for sexual assault or sexual misconduct allegations. Yeah. Right. We, we didn't really hear what happened. It's been then. that long. Huh? I we, thought he was smooch with everyone. He's <laughs> inappropriately. Yeah. I got to learn the fucking Home Alone bit so I got to do that because yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know it, though. All we knew about Lauer is that. Uh, Little Mo. Yeah, and like peepers. All we knew about Lauer is that he, he may have had a creepy button under his desk, and he definitely had some sexual misconduct. You're talking about the button that may, locked, He definitely had the creepy button. Yeah, the button it's that like, That's why he got office. fired. He was locking yeah, people in his that's office That's not why he got him. fired. That's not why he got fired at all. He got, fired. He got fired because he was locking girls in his office and fucking them. It was definitely like the, the number one piece of evidence. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, It absolutely. smelled like sex and the door locked from a creepy button. It was absolutely. A sticky, dirty button. Yeah. Uh, not why he got fired, potentially, <laughs> potentially a contributing factor. He got fired because someone came forward and said, hey, Matt Lauer's a creep. Here's why he's a creep. A book came out uh, or is coming out. Because uh, he locked me in his room and fucked yeah, me. Yeah, some, <laughs> someone wrote a handwritten note that said, look under the desk. Yeah. Come look at this. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? No, okay, open and shut case. There's a book coming out called <laughs> Get uh, a Trap Door. Like, called, like uh, let me finish. Yeah. Loves his privacy. <laughs> you guys want to hear actually why I got fired? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now you get it. I'll wait. Now you get interruptions. I'll wait. That's fair. Uh, the book's called Catch and Kill. Roman uh, Roman Farrow from the New York Times wrote it, and uh, a chapter of it or the book got leaked to Variety on uh, Monday night, and they published what they read, which is apparently that Matt Lauer, uh, well. In the in Sochi for the 2014 Olympics, uh, butt raped a uh, producer on NBC. Whoa. Went straight for the butt. Went straight for the B U double T guys. Is he a big uh, Sublime fan? With that, uh, I don't yeah. know. You don't, I, you don't hear about butt rapes at all. You don't hear about it. This is the claim. So the woman claiming her name is uh, her, her name is uh, what's her first name here? Nevins. Uh, she was essentially a producer. She's Brooke Nevins. She was a producer for Meredith Vieira. Uh, she claims that 2014 Sochi Olympics. She goes into Lauer's hotel room. Lauer made some kissy. Uh, moves on her and then threw her on the bed and she was like no don't do it and then Lauer you know asked like a gentleman does do you enjoy anal sex and she was in the midst of saying no I don't enjoy anal, anal sex Matt when Matt just jammed it in no lube this is her allegation how wow. in the fuck do you jam it in no lube I don't know yeah. did he rip her clothes off what does he have a right. thin metal dick this <laughs> 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 is a metal ruler how it's the he was, fuck he was born with a rectal thermometer for a jam dick. a dick in an ass yeah. with no it's, it's not overactive possible. saliva glands yeah there's just there's a hole in this story i don't know okay so <laughs> other than the butthole that was her allegation guys and that apparently uh the the relationship or that started an affair and this is what lauer called it oh the, so the butt rape started a consensual affair well, Lauer's claiming it's consensual. So, oh. okay, so Lauer released a letter yesterday, and it was the first time he ever spoke about a creepy button or the sexual allegation, whatever. And he essentially said, look, I had an affair. I cheated on my wife. Uh, I had vaginal sex, oral sex, anal sex with Brooke. And, of course, anal sex. But uh, it was consensual. <laughs> he did the full body tour, baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the tour of Italy. <laughs> um, so he, he did the David Letterman. He Yes, he said. Finally. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, did, did Letterman get accused of actually? Yeah, he, uh, Letterman came out in front of it, and he was getting blackmailed. Right. He said, uh, yeah, I cheated. Big right. deal. So Lauer says, I cheated. I'm not getting blackmailed. That's all I did. Mm-hmm. This woman says that she was afraid of Lauer because of his power over her career, and that's why she maintained a relationship with him for months. So she does uh, admit- uh, A sexual relationship. A sexual relationship. They yeah. boned a bunch more times. Mm. Lauer's saying that he shut it down. She tried to rekindle it, and that's why she was- He's, he's implying that she was pissed about that. Well, I think someone besides this lady should come out against Lauer because this story yeah, sucks. This is, that she is continued to have sex with him 150 more times. She, I don't believe her. She was afraid or she wanted to maybe benefit from that yeah. relationship. She should have probably she, not had sex with him again. She did call the relationship transactional. There you go. So anyway, who knows? The book was. is coming out very soon. Uh, 
Real he was sliding guy. that little credit card dick all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it didn't hurt much. <laughs> oh, man. Matt, is it in Lauer? All right, quick side note, guys. An excerpt from another sex assault book was published uh, chronicling accusations of forced kissing and groping by guess who? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. The guy. Who else could that be? Uh, yeah, apparently a, a woman named Karen Johnson said she was hanging at Mar-a-Lago in the 2000s when Trump Trump pulled her behind a tapestry, kissed and groped her, and then uh, called her for weeks, being like, I'll send a plane. Come up and see me in New York. She was like, no, my husband's dying. I'm taking care of my dying husband. Mar-a-Lago is like the Vatican, just with just lots like, of secrets, just horrors yeah. and secrets. Yeah. Don't, yeah. yeah. Those don't shake out a rug Ooh. there. Ghost, yeah. Ghosts will you come don't want to be a tit at the at Mar-a-Lago no. in the 2000s. Like, <laughs> a cocktail waitress is like, so what do I have to do? They're like, you just have to serve, serve Jeffrey Epstein, Donald Trump and Prince Andrew yeah. all night. You serve might make it out of life. Oh. All right, guys, the book is called All the President's Women, Donald Trump and the Making of a Sex Predator. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, not sex predator, just regular predator. The book uh, is the called book. Trump on a Tuesday. Yeah, the book yeah. includes <laughs> 43 new allegations uh, of sexual misconduct, bringing his sexual misconduct allegation total to lucky number 66. Uh, That's got to be a record. That is a lot. Three more makes it 69. I doubt that he's ever done anything. There's 66 liars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got him. All right. A family visiting Fripp Island in South Carolina got an unexpected beach souvenir while on their vacation. Any guesses to, to what the, the, the Comers found? A seashell. Good guess. Yeah. Likely. Mm. Horseshoe Better. crabs. Uh, happiness. Close, Pat. Um, no, it was a shit ton of cocaine. Um, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. That's a lot like happiness. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It Vacation is. just got a whole hell of a lot better. <laughs> so, yeah. We got to call some friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what around here? We can't uh, do all this cocaine. <laughs> Exactly. Apparently, the family spotted the package floating in the ocean, hauled it in, brought it back to their rental home where they ripped it open, saw it was full of cocaine, stole a pound, then called the police. Did they steal a pound? Uh, no, it didn't. Just what it. everyone should do. This right? is what they should do. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the third story this year of a family spotting a package in the water and pulling it out. What the? It's either going to be cocaine or, or, or shit. Yeah, well, you, you know what try. I would do is buy a boat. <laughs> Or rent a boat and take that entire loot somewhere. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm. Not me. Yeah. Trade uh, a handful of cocaine for a yeah. boat. You don't want to get, get caught boating with that in your... No. Uh, no, that's that's jail for life. Uh, the street value of the cocaine was $600,000, and it is, expect, it is expected that Hurricane Dorian may have caused the package to float that far north. Um, I mean, realistically, I know we would all call the police, but absolutely taking a little, little smidge before that happens, right? No. No? No. Yes, yes. I, here's why you'd call the police, because you don't want... That's too much. You don't, no, you don't want children to get near it. Right. As a responsible adult, you don't want kids to, like, d- OD on it. Right. I, I wonder if you could def- barter with the cops. Be like, I called this in. No, you just steal mm-hmm. You just steal some of it. But they're going to the search middle. you for extra. No, no, you just steal some in the middle, and then you don't, like, you call the police an- anonymously from far away after you've left. Children don't know uh, how to do put cocaine. it in a secure location. Oh, that's, that's the yeah, move. Yeah. yeah, that's the move. That is the move. I like that move. You get off the fucking beach quickly with some cocaine, and then you call the police later. There you go. Okay, good. I like that. Yeah, so, well, of course, that family declined to be interviewed about the whole thing because they didn't want the cartels to off them, and there's nothing more intimidating than a cartel that wants to kill you, um, except maybe the intimidation of buying life insurance, which you may (laughs) need if you are that family. That's where Policy Genius comes in. Policy Genius is easy is the easy way to shop for life insurance online in minutes you can compare quotes from top insurers to find their best price and policy genius doesn't just make life insurance easy they can also help you find the right home insurance auto insurance and disability insurance for when the cartel burns down your house and car and <laughs> hobbles you for life um this october take the scariness out of buying life I need insurance. All four. <laughs> yeah i need all of them you have something that's mine yeah um this october take the scariness out of buying life insurance with policy genius go to policygenius.com Get quotes and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. 
Nice. nice. All right. Let's take it over to the soft corner. We haven't been there in a while. Thank God. Yes. Where we're going to find our old pals, Johnson and Johnson, stock ticker J and J. They're back in court. I guess they never really leave court. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but, but this time they've been ordered to pay eight billion dollars in damages to 26 year old Nicholas Murray, who grew female breast tissue after taking an antipsychotic drug, Risperdal, as a child. Did you say um, billion, Will? Billion, eight billion. You're talking about boobs. Boobs, female Slap some tits on me for eight billion. Yeah. yeah. I grew boobs from just being Absolutely. a fat ass. No well, problem. You put a penis on my head for eight billion. I'd grow a vagina on my head for eight billion. <laughs> yeah, and this, is, exactly. this is a little bit different than, than, a fat, than fatty man boobs. These are actual female <laughs> breast tissues that he grew as a direct gotcha. result of taking this drug. So a Philadelphia jury awarded uh, the $8 billion on Tuesday on top of 680000 Uh Murray was already awarded in 2015. That green uh, son of a bitch. What? Yeah, he's making out, he's making out on this one. Uh, Murray was prescribed Risperdal in 2003 as a child. Uh, what it's used for is to treat bipolar, schizophrenia, or autism. Uh, and then he developed female breast tissue after taking the drug, which was obviously humiliating and painful for a 10 year old kid to be growing boobs when he's already depressed. Yeah, and that's so, not going to treat your bipolar. You're going to be the, the polar part. Yeah, of that's why they're in the soft corner, because this is yeah. fucked up. They're giving guys yeah. who are already depressed tits. Little kids. <laughs> that's fucked up. It's really fucked well, for up. For most guys, that's up. Like, what else to, could go wrong? At least we don't have to prescribe them anymore because they're permanently depressed. They're yeah, never going to be happy. They're just depressed forever. They can, yeah. No drug could get them. <laughs> what right. else could happen to me? <laughs> how the fuck, how the fuck did he get a <laughs> He got a judgment, and then his lawyer was like, you know, I think we can get like 8,800 times this settlement. Somewhere. Right. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He just kept going. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, he's not the only one. So the, his lawyers argued that Johnson & Johnson's subsidiary Jansen, which is a real original name, guys. Come on. <laughs> that Jansen from Johnson & Johnson. Run. They're the ones who make this drug. Uh, yeah. They say that Jansen didn't make him aware that the drug could lead to the development of female breast tissue. And Tuesday's verdict was the first time that a jury ruled on this particular case. And the lawyers say they have tons more clients ready to go. Uh, there's more bunch, of them out there. There's a bunch of guys with tits <laughs> rolling in. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree with you, but fuck this bullshit. Eight billion for tits. Yeah, it fucking sucks. They're they're trying to treat his goddamn schizophrenia or bipolar like they don't know he's going to grow tits. Well, you got I tits. Mean, you got tits. Johnson and Johnson's a big company, but they, yeah, they, they, they can't can pay eight it. billion to everyone. No, yes, no four billion per tit. They can't pay eight billion to like a hundred guys. Well, what does it cost to get a tit removed? Maybe like fifty grand. Right. No, dude. Get a tit removed. <laughs> yeah, but not. Grand. Yeah, but Wes, they can't Two go grand. back and remove it when you were fucking in middle school, getting made fun of for it. So it's like, that's okay, true. that's fair. Okay, yeah. I get it. You know what I mean? The years of you know anguish. whatever. Just fuck that's up. good point. Will. Good Johnson point, Will. and Johnson <laughs> said that the eight billion. They're they're with Pat. No, no surprise. Johnson and Johnson said the eight billion award was quote grossly disproportionate with the initial compensatory award in this yeah. case. A clear violation of due bad. process, <laughs> and we will immediately move to set aside this excessive and unfounded verdict, which I'm glad. Glad that they clarified for us because I was really wor worried that their soft asses weren't going to appeal the ruling. So. I get it. I, I get it. It sucks. But have you seen his tits? Yeah. I was thinking this happened overnight. They're not that bad. <laughs> Come That's, on. It's fucked up, man. They're giving depressed kids tits. It's also, it's also yeah. the funniest story I've ever heard. Depressed kids tits. <laughs> and I can laugh at that motherfucker because he's worth $8 billion. Yeah. Bill Gates was worth $8 billion 20 years into Microsoft. This kid got well, right. He's, he's not. Got it's going to get lowered. It's going to get lowered because Johnson Johnson has a billion lawyers, and they're going to get the get the. No one's been the, ever been awarded a, even yeah. a billion dollar settlement from a company. It's, it's a good place happen. to start, though. I just yeah, can't yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Nice angle. Right, another billionaire yeah. asked him how he got. Yeah, his we got to get moving. Let's go. All right. 
All right, it's 11 local farmers have been arrested in southern Mexico after the mayor of their village was dragged out of his office, tied to a truck, and dragged through the streets. Typical day in Mexico as a mayor. It took dozens of police officers to stop the truck and untie the mayor, who luckily suffered no injuries. God, I hate these stories. These, these people like are, are trying to do good, and they fuck with the cartels and shit, and then they just get murdered. Oh, you think that's the case, guys, yes. but this is the second attack on the mayor by locals who are upset with the mayor. <laughs> Number two? Yeah, for not honoring his campaign promise to repair a local road. So, do they drag him over the bumpy road? <laughs> That's why they oh, did they drag him over the bumpy road? No, pretty I, badass. I bet they <laughs> fucking did. Oh yeah, Holy they did. Shit. Look, yeah, yeah, I'm not too familiar with Mexican politics and their methods of protest, but I'm willing to wager that that road might be getting some attention in the near future. No shit. It's refreshing to see the cycle of democracy in action. Imagine though, like seeing an angry mob storm your office with a rope. Like you, you, oh. yeah, you're. That's a, that's got to be a bad feeling. You said uh, you were yeah. going to fix the road. It's justified. How's it feel? How's the road feel? <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Last story. An assessor, an assessor for Arizona's largest county, where the fuck they they tell you how much stuff's worth, um, has been charged Bullshit. with a lot of Tax a lot assessor. of a lot of counts of being a piece of shit, including human smuggling and the sale of children. Uh, Paul Peterson, who for years ran an adoption, that child's scheme. worth a couple thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Peterson, who for years ran an adoption scheme where he would bring women in from the Marshall Islands and Archipelago in the middle of the Pacific Ocean between Hawaii and the Philippines. So what he would do is bring the pregnant women to the U.S., pay them for their babies, then sell those babies to people who wanted to adopt them for $40,000 each, mainly in Utah, apparently. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so? yeah. Falling. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound so bad, right? Right. The problem is, while it sounds beneficial for everyone, it is sound, in the it agreement. sounds pretty bad. Of this plan. Beneficial for everyone. Except it's for the human, human being sold. Yeah, except for the those baby Marshall being sold. Island women weren't going to take care of those kids. I mean, they, they, they came, right? Sorry. It's um, too far. It's too far. Is, uh, uh, that is, it's very legal. In fact, there's a specific law that says you cannot bring pregnant Marshallese women to the United States for this purpose. So P- Peterson's not exactly a... Uh, a so he wasn't tre- the first guy to try it. Because no, when no, you set a law, yeah. someone else has done it before. Yes, yes. This is apparently something... Holy a, a thing. shit. Many, yeah. Yeah. many times. Um, he also illegally got the women medical treatment, claiming they were Arizona citizens. Hey, um, you sure you're from Arizona? Because you look like you might be Marshallese. Could, could like, be. Go Cardinals. <laughs> I bet that's the rationalization, though. <laughs> Teacher, they just teach them go Cardinals. <laughs> what, what Mark was, what Mark was saying is, is definitely the rationalization that human traffickers use. Like they're like, they're like, oh, that mom wasn't going to take care of them. Yeah, it's better for me to sell them into a situation. <laughs> so Mark, yeah. you're like on a slippery slope. You could be a human trafficker. No, no, I, if you I, wanted to. I completely take it back. I was, I was, I was on my far end of joking on that one. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, I got stain on my Larry Fitzgerald. This guy should go to jail for a very, yeah. very, very long. All right, let's wrap this one up. Um, <laughs> He's, so he's fucked and charged with 32 counts, 11 of them felonies, various things that go along with selling babies illegally. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Uh, don't forget we have Florida Man Friday coming for you tomorrow. Also, don't forget we have a very special Halloween Power Hour in Austin, October 31st at Eastside Tavern. There will be costumes and prizes and drinks. So be sure to RSVP through the Eventbrite links on our Twitter and Instagram at Hard Factor News. Also, please keep the reviews coming. And hey, the Soft Corner shirt and Pop the Clutch shirts are back for a limited time. So why don't you pop the fucking clutch and buy one of the for the boys? Uh, we have some exciting stuff in the works but we still need you our wonderful wonderful fans to continue to help us grow in all sincerity it really fucking helps and we appreciate it so hop online buy a sexy shirt but most importantly have a great fucking day yeah so say goodbye say goodbye okay Constantinople, now it's Istanbul, now Constantinople, been a long time gone, Constantinople, now it's Turkish
light on a moonlit night. Every gal in Constantinople lives in Istanbul. The Constantinople so human date in Constantinople. She'll be waiting in Istanbul. Even old New York was once New Amsterdam. Why they changed it, I can't say. People just liked it better that way. So take me back to Constantinople. No, you can't go back to Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business about the Turks. Istanbul. Once New Amsterdam Why they changed it I can't say You just liked it better that way Istanbul was Constantinople Now it's Istanbul Now Constantinople Constantinople Why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business about the turn